0: Hey there, General Red Revere here with Old Colony Pest
1: Control. If you're having pest problems in a commercial or residential setting, we're the people to call. Veteran-owned, based in Massachusetts and Rhode Island, Old Colony has been here servicing your homes proudly, and we plan to keep it up. Our team is fast, efficient, and reliable. We go above and beyond to cater each project's individual need. No task is too much for us, so give us a call. 774 400 5993. Again the number is 774 5993. Hope to hear from you soon. General Red Review out. This is Bian Marie and you're listening to Hoobazoo.com.
2: The following conversation is real. It took place on Tuesday, June 8th of 2004 between a Blonde Star advisor and a subscriber. Blonde Star emerging-
0: Oh my god, oh my
3: god. I've locked myself in my car and the keys are on the outside. Ma'am, oh my god. ma'am,
2: I need you to calm down.
3: Okay, it's, it's just that the windows are rolled up and I'm starting to sweat. My keys are on the outside. Now, your keys are on the outside of the vehicle? Yes, oh my god. Now, does your car have automatic locks or... Yes, uh, yes,
0: yes, yes. Okay, yes. here's what
3: I need you to do. Take hold of the inside of your door handle there. Are you doing this? Um... Oh, the shiny thing.
2: Grab the uh, shiny thing. Uh,
0: okay, I've got it. I've got
2: it. Okay, now give that a tug. Okay. Did it open?
3: Yes! Oh my God, thank you. Okay, now what is that noise? Oh, that's not door alarm. Yeah, but that only happens if the keys are in the ignition, hon. Huh? Oh my God. You know
1: what?
2: Your keys are actually in your ignition. <laughs>
1: Yes. Okay. <laughs> oh my God, thank you so
2: much, Blonde Star. That's why we're here. Do you need anything else? Blonde Star. No, that's Always it. on, because you're always blonde.
1: Can you dig it? Can you dig it?
3: Can you dig it? This
1: is disgusting.
3: This is madness. This is a booth. Staring down, looking at the bloodstained concrete. You're the dead MC. Flying at my feet. It took a nine millimeter rhyme straight to your mind. Damn, my better split. This is my time. So I make my way up the block. Get to home base and lock that f*** uh. up. Crack the and grab the phone. Call one of my troops up. Hope the soldier's when he says, Yo, hey, what's up? What's going on? Make it quick, cause I'm trying to get my stellar on. F*** up. Yeah, girl, I'm in the. These lyrical assassins tried to pull a hit And then boom, came a noise from the other room It was the boys in blue with the SWAT crew They got us locked up for lyrical murder It's one of them charges that you never heard of It's the booth, the booth, the booth, the booth booth. Yeah, it's the the booth, the booth, the booth Yeah, we're killing all your podcasts like the HIV virus. You want to battle this kid? Come on, don't even try this. Back the... Uh. Up, think again, count the ten. You want to grab that mic just to get done in? It's the booth. the booth. The booth. The booth. The booth. Yeah, it's the booth. The booth. The booth. The booth. The booth. The booth. Yeah, it's the booth. Was he,
0: African? African. No, he was American and he was like you. He <laughs> looked just like you. He was Jewish. All right, your boys, this is the one broadcasting live from the
3: City of Champions. You are listening to The Booth. It is September 28th, 2021. And once again, as I said, I am broadcasting live from the City of Champions, home of The Booth, football country, And we got a lot of stuff to talk about. We got a couple of CEOs. This is the first time on the booth that I've had two CEOs on in one night. We're doing big things. The booth has been around for years. We've got a lot of people coming on here. But first, I got to thank my guests for last week. Uh, Last week, I had a special guest on. Actress and recording artist, Destiny Claymore, who's in the new movie, Free Guy, with Ryan Reynolds. Thank you for having her come on the show. Also, Tim O'Connor, the drunk DJ, he was on last week. Got to give him big props for coming on the show. But I got my first guest of the night. Look, I am ecstatic. I am excited. Y'all know me. I announce football games for semi-pro football. I announce games for the kids for Pop Warner. I announce mixed martial arts events for Cage Titans and, and Cage FX. And, you know, I am so excited to see this guy. And I'm going to let him make this announcement. I know I shared it, but, I I got to just tell him who you are. The A7FL has got me pumped right now. I'm excited. I've been watching all the videos. I liked all your pages, including the big announcement as to what I brought you on here for. So let people know who you are and what you're on here to announce.
2: First off, thanks for having me. I appreciate your support a7fl is coming to boston this is our big announcement yeah four new divisions in fact we're expanding from 4 to 8 divisions we're adding los angeles las vegas cincinnati and last but not least boston we'll have four teams in boston local teams representing the local flavor and we have a great owner, a young man, an investor behind that new division, as, as well as all of our new division. So it's a big deal. It's big things. And uh, I'm happy to share it with you.
3: And for a lot of people who don't know what A7FL is, this is what we did as kids. Guys my age, back in the day, we'd pick a Saturday or Sunday, we'd find an open field, and it was just all out tackle, no pads, football And, you know, they've always said you'd never see it. And to be honest, I'm surprised you guys have been around for a very long time. Let the people know how long this league has actually been around. Because it's been around longer than I thought.
2: So we're going into our eighth season in 2022. and, um, And so that's been a big journey for us. We've had a lot of growth along the way. As you can imagine, everybody's played this game growing up. In the backyard, on the parking lot. Uh, on the street. Um, But turning it into a professional league takes a lot of work. So now we're really getting moving. Uh, We have an investment campaign. We've raised over uh, $500,000 to date. We have investors across the country and everybody believes in our sport because they know our sport and it actually has an angle of safety to it as well. When you take off the helmet, guys are more aware of their head when they're tackling similar to similar to rugby we all played this game you don't want to bang head to head you're gonna use shoulder and wrap tackling
3: and you talked about this young investor i'm gonna take a guess because we have a lot of young investors here in brockton who aren't really considered famous but they've done things to bring things to boston i'm gonna ask
2: would it be ernie bach (laughs) no it isn't (sighs) Uh, but i appreciate you Uh, mentioning and so we should get in touch as well because we can always use help yeah denzel white is the young man in boston working with him directly one-on-one it's been a pleasure so we're working with all of our new division owners across the country and part of that process is we're branding the new teams we're picking the color schemes we're coming up with the uniforms and we'll be playing in april We'll actually have some events before then, preseason, combine. So we want all the players to go to our website, a7fl.com, and register, and you'll be the first to know when those events take place and and be able to play in April.
3: And that's – so to be honest, I just know people saw me scrambling. I grabbed some paper. I wanted to write these notes down because I want to be able to post about it and help you uh, as this comes along because, like I said, you know, for us here in New England, you know, once once you're done with the Super Bowl and the Super Bowl's over, football, that little period there, you know, there's really nothing around. Um, April is the is a great time. Right after March Madness. Um I, I like it. I'm ecstatic. I can't wait. I can't wait to see where the home field is gonna be located for these right. guys. Um I hope I hope they ha- you guys have some type of contest to name the team. Um
2: great idea boston
3: for boston i think i think there's a lot of things that can get get it going you know and it'd be great you know i know i'm like i said i i've done games here for the the semi-football semi-pro football organization the efl out here so i know how competitive it is here but i you know location 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 is going to be key um as to where you pick uh these games to be played um Right now, I know BU has no games because they, they 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 don't have a BU football program over there. So that's a great field that's wide open in April. Uh, just there's a ton of places that that can be looked at. I'm I'm just ecstatic. I'm I'm excited to have you on, and um, I'm I'm look, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. <laughs> how, how how did you get this going though? How did you get this? What was the first Place that you approached to start this and how did you get them to bite the hook
2: yeah so uh this sport actually developed in new jersey my partner created the rules for this my co-founder ryan depaul uh basically the game was developed to be a fast pickup game seven on seven no pads no helmets makes it much easier to organize football over time it's it was realized that this actually elevates the safety of our players. We remove kicking. We obviously remove helmets and shoulder pads and the invincibility factor. Then we also have a throw off. We have a three on one special teams, which is making special teams safer at the same time, but we keep the toughness of football and it is a full contact. This is still your tackle culture and what Americans love America's favorite sport. And so we think we have the perfect recipe not only to expand nationally but internationally as well because this is the sevens format, and that's a w- very well-known in rugby and across the world.
3: And I love it because, you know, I saw some of the videos and the, the hits are still there. Now, is this still four quarters of football? It or is, is it yeah. Okay, same still four rules. quarters of football, yeah. same rules. Only,
2: th- only major difference, we shrink the width of the field because we're seven on seven. The length is the same.
3: So it's still a hundred yards, but what's the width
2: down to? It's about 10 yards shorter. It's about 40 yards. Yeah. Okay.
3: All right. There. No, that's still, that's still plenty. When you, when you drop it down seven on seven and right. what what have you been seeing? So you've been around for this long of a time. What are you seeing for players? What, what type of guy comes out is place? Cause I know what type of player comes out for the EFL semi pro league. So what type of guys are you seeing? Are you seeing guys fresh out of college that don't get drafted are you seeing some veterans that, you know, they feel like they still want to play? What are you seeing for that type of player?
2: That's a great point. Mostly guys out of high school who um, either played or didn't play in college, guys out of high school, uh, college who didn't get drafted, like you said, uh, th- those are very powerful pool of players for us. And you do have a handful of guys who have played uh, on the NFL and and for, for example, for in the CFL, um, maybe even in um, the Alliance, the, uh, the X, uh, potentially XFL. previously in the XFL, um, that make their way into the A7FL as well. But believe it or not, we have guys who have been playing for many years and they start over some of the guys who have actually been on the NFL squads. So the talent is unbelievable. Everybody looks at our athletes and says, And just for the fact that these athletes exist across the country, the talent is there. They could be in the NFL. They could play at the highest level. The opportunity does not exist, and we're filling that gap.
3: Nice. And, you know, as we've seen with the XFL, both times the XFL came around, we saw players elevate themselves to the point where they got noticed by the NFL and they get called back. um, TV rights. Are you guys moving forward with that now that you're doing this in expansion of the teams and you're trying to bring it off of social media and maybe get like on the ESPN2 or or maybe some of these other streaming networks that are looking to just get that quick new sport to blow up? Because I would say, yeah. a, you know, like a, like a Roku TV who's now got their own streaming site, they want to add a sport to just get their thing to pop up. Are you looking in that direction now too all?
2: Yeah, we actually, uh, we actually just formed the partnership with Fubo Sports. Okay, Ooh. so you can see us on Fubo right now on Monday nights. Our greatest games are on as we speak. And, uh, and starting in November, our 2021 season will air on Fubo. So you'll have a chance to re-watch this past <laughs> season. And that's a big partnership for us. We haven't made... Uh, really the big announcements about it. So you're still going to see that as we move forward, especially when those new games start to air.
3: And again, that the teams you announced are, are pretty big TV markets. So I'm looking, cause I'm Boston. is a huge TV market. You said LA was one of the other teams. That's another great market. So, I mean, you're, you're really, wherever you got behind you strategically, man, it, you're, you're hitting all on all cylinders. Is, uh, and our, and, and so
2: marketers. our, our uh, chairman of our advisory boards, David Isaacs, he's the co-founder of the UFC. Yes, and it's no yes. coincidence that we connected, just like he started the UFC, and no, make no mistakes about it. He was the co-founder there at the beginning of the UFC. Mm-hmm. And just like that started, the A7FL is making a new format of American football. It's America's favorite sport. It's not easy, but we found the right recipe. Just like the UFC has now become a multi-billion dollar company. That's our goal as well.
3: And I love it, the fact that you uh, you address the safety issue right off the gate. Because that's the first thing, you know, those who are against something like this, the first thing they're going to bring up is the safety. And it's like, you know, and a great way to link that is rugby. You know rugby's been around for years. It's an Olympic sport. You know it's it's known worldwide. It's not popular here in America, but if you go outside America, That's right. rugby is just as popular as as soccer. You you know international soccer when you get outside of this country and you go to places like Australia or in Samoa and all these countries that really support. So I I love the fact um, that this sport is coming here. I'm excited for it. I'm going to keep my eye out for it. And I'm just wow. This was quick fifteen minutes. Um. Tell them all your social media, how they can watch, how they can, because you guys got pretty much one page for every location that you're in.
2: Yeah. So in general, you can check us out at a7fl.com. You can also see us on Instagram at at a7fl. And then you'll be able to find each of our divisional pages through those accounts. Um, But we look forward to you guys following us, checking out our highlights um, this season's going to be amazing with eight divisions. We're a true national league. We became one this past season and we're going to just keep expanding across the country, Texas and many other States to come. Uh, so don't fr- Don't worry, Texas. We didn't forget yet.
3: <laughs> so my, my <laughs> last question for you, before I let you go, um, combines and guys to sign up. So you're looking to try to do that around April. Could I get you back on? Can we schedule you for um, what time would be best to try to get you back on here so we can talk about getting people to the.
2: Yeah, that would be great. In March, we'll have combines.
3: Okay. So I want to try to get you on before that. Okay. All right. So we'll, we'll definitely have you on. Hey, Jenya, I want to thank you for coming on this show. This has been a great interview. I'm pretty ecstatic. i pretty psyched about this whole friggin' thing. And um I definitely want to get you on in March. I'm going to be following your pages and keep everybody updated. And again, I want to thank you for coming on, man. This is great stuff.
2: My pleasure. Great to be with you. You take care.
3: All right, man. Take care. We're going to take a quick break and I'm going to get my next guest on after this. Uh Sean Donnelly of the LFC Laundry Football League. Thank you guys. We'll be back.
1: That sword will of the I Oh, really?
3: <笑>慎んでお受けします Alright, it's your boy Sinister One Broadcasting Live from the City of Champions. You're listening to the booth. I gotta thank my first guest there, Shenya Korkas of the A7FL Nopad's Football League, coming in April of 22. I'm gonna get him back on around March when they're getting ready to do Combine and get some people signed up. That trailer you guys just saw was for Star Wars Visions, which debuted last Friday on Disney Plus. I'm a huge fan of anime. And um, guys, check it out! It's gonna be insane. But I've got my first guest on, my second guest on with me right now. You guys have seen him be on before, and I believe I interviewed him when I was on the radio way, way back when the LFC was in its infantile stages. You was just like just beginning, and you were kind of under fire for all this bull crap. And you've made it last. You've made it work. You've grown to where you are today. I got to introduce my man. Hey, what's going on, Mister Donley? Let them know who you are. What's going on here?
1: Oh well, thanks. It's uh, great to talk to you again, Keith. I feel like we know each other just from uh, following each other on on Facebook, and uh, as you mentioned, uh, we're now into our eighth year. We're still under fire, but uh, we're used to it now. Really? Still?
3: I well, I, I would think. Uh, yeah, I would think it would kind of have died down by now. I mean, you've got a you've got a product. The product's been out there. You guys are getting ready to take it on Roku TV and expand. You have your big yearly show that you guys do out there in Sturgis. How'd you guys do out there in Sturgis this year?
1: Uh, We did three shows this year instead of uh, last year was our first time in Sturgis. We did one. We did three this year. It it went great. I mean, obviously very busy doing, you know, back to back to back shows. But uh, uh, the girls were fantastic. The fights were entertaining. The crowds were good. So it was a lot of fun.
3: Nice, nice. So let people know exactly what you got going on and and what your product is all about.
1: Well, Lingerie Fighting Championships is uh, just a... Uh, kind of a, a different uh, twist on uh, on wrestling and mma uh it's a hybrid of the two uh our slogan is a little bit of wrestling a little bit of mma and a little bit of clothing uh and you know we we've, we've been doing it since uh we did the first one in 2013 uh, we went public in 2015 so we're now a publicly traded company which always surprises people uh we have our own roku channel and uh coming uh on october 1st and then uh early in the new year on apple tv so it's uh, uh, been a really exciting time. And, uh, you know, even with the pandemic, uh, the, the company grew quite a bit in the last two years.
3: Now on this Roku TV thing, you're actually, you're looking for, I thought it looked like you were looking for other programming to add to this deal that you got going on. Correct. Is that also you wanted to do more than just the LFC events?
1: Yeah, we're doing, uh, you know, it's, it's a full channel. So we're doing a lot of original uh, content, a lot of original series, uh, we're doing our, our own talk show called Get Wet. It's the first talk show to ever be shot in a swimming pool. And uh, <laughs> but the, the amazing thing is we're we're getting like big celebrity guests wanting to come on. You know, Ooh. when I first, you know, the idea was just that we would like interview LFC fighters. And now we're getting, you know, like Penn Teller and Scottie Pippen and like some just amazing uh, people interested <laughs> in coming on. So it, it's going to be a lot, you know, a lot bigger, quicker than I expected and a lot of fun.
3: So when you start to get those type of big names, do you have to rush and kind of change and say, oh, my God, we, we've we got to kind of change things now? We weren't expect, like you just said, you weren't expecting to get these big name people right away. Yeah. A, you have to kind of say, okay, we thought we were going to get this class of celebrity, but we're getting this class. Maybe we need to step some stuff up. Do you kind of go that route too? Uh, hey, a little bit,
1: But I think what happened is, you know, I did a really smart thing and I put Audrey in charge of it. Uh, Audrey's one of our fighters and coaches and she's just amazing. Like, you know, so she took the ball and ran with it, uh, you know, and she just immediately saw a bigger picture than I saw, which, you know, happens sometimes. So, you know, when she, you know, when she was thinking, what kind of guests do we want? Her mind went to a lot bigger place. So she's been working on that. We've got some great sponsors involved and uh, you know, we we start shooting that uh, right around the same time as our next event on Halloween, and uh, it's going to be a lot of fun.
3: And how are you doing with these matches? Let let people know how you set these events. You've had you know you have these girls, and I, I I've seen a few, and it, they're very physical. Some of them are very physical. Um, I, I believe I saw one with um, blonde blonde girl. I believe she at the time she was the champion. I believe, Champion.
1: Yeah. might have been Heather Haddon, who was the champion for a long time. Until yeah, season. yeah. Unfortunately, she got so injured in her last – she won her last fight, but she uh, broke her foot, broke her nose, and got a concussion. Ooh. And unfortunately, it was it was the foot that was the big problem. The doctors said she just couldn't go anymore. So wow. it was awful losing her because she was just a, a wonderful champion, a wonderful person.
3: Mm, now, how do you go about recruiting these girls to come in? I see you got you've got girls that come in from pretty much – they're From all different areas and all different aspects, you know, you've got the, you know, you've got the grunge girls, you've got the emo girls, you've just got this whole roster of different women, you know, how do you put out that search? How do you have them come to you and say, hey, I want to be an LFC girl?
1: Well, it's so easy now. Like you know, when we first started, the, of course, the challenge was finding enough people. Uh, now the challenge is we find way too many people. Oh, wow. uh, you know, which is why we're doing. You may have noticed we're we're doing LFC Madness too right now. We did the mm-hmm. first one in July, and it's uh, thirty-two of our top prospects in a you know kind of March Madness sort of uh, bracket style challenge, and the uh, the two finalists will fight in at Halloween. So you know, we've had sixty-four girls in the last two months go through that. Uh, so it's, it's just, you know, people hear about it. Uh, people have a lot of fun when they join the league. You know, I think people are always a little, you know, what is this, you know, is this you know going to be creepy or something? Uh, and then they, they get involved and, and they enjoy it. So then they tell their friends and their friends want to do it. And, you know, so that's how you end up with, you know, I think we've got like 200 prospects right now, uh, you know, and obviously very limited spots. So mm.
3: And one of the things I noticed that I really, really liked about this, and you kind of take a page out of WWE, but WWE doesn't really promote it as much as they used to and push it as much as they used to because it kind of hurt them. But you've done a lot with movie making and getting a lot of your girls into films. Films. How mm-hmm. did that come about? And you guys are really promoting because, like I said, WWE was doing a ton of movies, and they took a lot of flack about their movies. So they yeah. don't kind of promote their movies as a wwe film anymore so you don't really know you have to actually stay and look at the credits to see if it's actually a wwe movie but you yeah, guys are embracing this and you guys have put out about three films right or, or is it more than three that you guys have been yeah, attached
1: we, we to? Put, we put out uh three feature films so far uh and you know of course we, we do a lot of tv stuff uh, to me, it's, it's just all about, you know, promoting the cast. It's, you know, our, our fighters are, uh, you know, our brand. So, you know, the more opportunities we can find for them, whether it's our stuff or someone else's, you know, we're, we're always, you know, we lose, you know, our cast sometimes to the WWE and there's no one happier you know, as much as it sucks to lose anyone, right, we're always right. so excited for them because they're, they're moving on. They're, they're, they're doing well. So we want to do that. So we, film, <laughs> you know, we get approached sometimes by TV shows or, or films and they, they, you know, they want to cast one of our people. We love that. I mean, you know, that, to me that's, it just makes everything better. The more, you know, the more our girls get out there and the, the more money they make, I want them to make as much money as possible and, and be as uh, successful as possible
3: and i like that i like how you said that because you know the thing is is if they do get noticed they move up they go elsewhere then people are going to say hey where did this girl come from because everything's about social media and, and doing your homework and a lot of mm-hmm. people want to do their research and say whoa this chick on nxt where did i see her before and they'll look it up and they'll be like, oh wow i saw her at lfc and yeah. now people you know that word spreads that word gets that buzz going and then people talk and that brings more eyes to your product and And that's that's the kind of the good thing about social media these days. And and that Google research, you know, um, it it allows to get more eyes on your product. Um, And you guys are very you guys are very. uh, I see how you flow with with your social media. You guys got a lot of things going on on your social media, too. Um, And you brought that in. You brought that in early, early on.
1: Uh, yeah, that's, that's really media. what launched us. Yeah. We, you know, immediately on Facebook, like within like three weeks, we were one of the most popular MMA leagues on, on Facebook. Uh, and that, you know, of course, that got the attention of the cable systems. And, you know, our first uh, our first event was was carried by you know, a limited number of cable networks. Uh, but the, the bigger you get on social media, of course, the more they realize that there's a market for it. And, uh, you know, you, you get on to, you know, now we're on about 2000 cable systems with uh, mm. through in-demand. So, you know, that that that's the importance of social media. But at the same time, social media can be very frustrating in that uh, I find, you know, with, with doing lingerie fighting championships, you're, you're really starting to see a prudish nature come into to social media that, that wasn't there a few years ago. And right. for instance, we can't do an ad on Facebook unless the girls are wearing parkas, it's not Getting approved, uh, YouTube. We have to, you know, we have to be very careful what we use as a thumbnail. We, you know, be very careful what we post. Right, right, uh, you know, right. we just recently got our monetization uh, reinstated, so you know, we have to be careful because, you know, and it's just the smallest thing. Like, you know, a girl just doing a call-out video and she's wearing, you know, and she has breasts and you see some cleavage and they're flagging that. Like, it, it just makes no sense.
3: So, and that's weird because you know, when you set up a page and we have the booth on YouTube, you know, they. Tell you okay is this for kids is this and the whole thing is and you and i'm still hearing people getting flagged for stuff and they're saying wait a minute here you set up this whole system to protect children and you have this mm-hmm. thing where you say okay this is this product is not for kids and then yeah. you can have it the next step is, is you can have it be for 18 and older and you click that 18 and older and i'm still hearing people getting flagged for stuff because people complain and it's like okay but why why am i being hurt my content already says it's for 18 and older, you know, and it it drives me crazy that this happens to businessmen such as yourself. Um, If this content is for 18 plus, then nobody should be on here complaining as what's on here. That means an 18 Mm -hmm. responsible adult chose to view this. This was their decision and there should be nobody complaining. But yeah, that bugs me that, that YouTube still does that. Oh it, yeah, and it's it getting crazy.
1: it's getting worse. You know? <clears throat> it's gotten much worse. It used to be like we you know it would happen and then we would get to appeal and the appeal was always the same. We would say, you know, this is all content taken from our television series which right. airs on 2000 cable systems with mostly a PG rating or a 14V for violence.
3: Right. And right. You know, we
1: would win the appeal every time. Well, something happened in the last year or so where I don't know if maybe it's not humans looking at it anymore. It's just Box. bots. And, you know, we're not winning those appeals. Uh, so luckily, we, we hooked up with a, a great company out of the UK called Rachna Media. And uh, they were able to, you know, they went through, they, it, you know, they're experts. So they knew where the problems were. And they got it fixed and we're remonetized monetized uh, And I'm being, you know, more careful what we post. But I, but I do find I have to censor things that shouldn't be censored. You know, right. like basically, I'm just censoring because she's a pretty girl uh, and she has breasts. You know, they're not out. They're not exposed. Just not X-rated. You know, she just she just put together a certain way, and there it's almost discrimination. Uh, you know, against people who you know, for lack of a better word, are sexy.
3: And the funny thing is, too, sometimes you see where it's almost kind of unfair because sometimes you can go on YouTube and see other stuff, and you're like, wait a minute, you flag me for this, but yeah. this is out there. <laughs>
1: Yeah, not, not to gang up on Cardi B, but you know, <laughs> also, and I, you know, I compare that to what we do, and we're so tame people you know.
3: That is yeah. a that is yep. Cardi B making the stallion, the yeah. WAP video was out there all over the place. The WAP video was everywhere, and was that huge. was yeah, it was huge. Yeah, everyone, Everybody, you was, had to check it out, right? <laughs> It wasn't flagged you know and nope. people complain but nope it stayed up it's got millions and millions of freaking views and hits and and i, and I
1: think, think it's was just because there. there's a big studio behind it you know there's there's money behind it and they talk yep. not at that level yeah
3: and, and that's the sad thing about it because that's what everybody says money talks people walk and they said money runs everything and yeah. you see it you see this unfairness and it, it stinks to, to go that route so oh we're right up at seven thirty. um let them know. Tell them on your social media how they can find you and how they're going to be able to find you on, on, their, on the Roku channel. Uh,
1: well, Roku channel uh, launches on October 1st. Uh, so uh, with Roku, you, you simply uh, add that channel to your uh, to your listings. Uh, and there'll be lots more information at our website, which is uh, www.laingeriefc.com. And you, you can find all our uh, past events and, and upcoming events there.
3: And my other thing is, too, you guys do a lot of events. Are you guys planning on coming out here? I don't think you've got, done a show out this way on the East Coast yet. You've been pretty much uh, out would, of Vegas. We would and- love
2: to.
1: Yeah, we would love to. We've, uh, we do travel, and we've, we've done shows in Europe. Uh, we've, we've come close a few times. You know, we, We've been approached to do shows on the in the East. I've always oh, wanted yeah. to do Atlantic City. Uh oh i'd love to do boston i'd love to do new york uh but when with a travel show like that we're we're sort of still a for hire show so we need a venue or a promoter you know because we don't you know we don't know those areas we don't know you know anything about them you know to do a show there so we need a local promoter venue to to hire us and uh you know so far i think the furthest east we've made it is um, the dakotas but we would oh, we'd like to come yeah. i know yeah. we'd like to come further east <laughs> yeah we would
3: love to have this like i said there's plenty of venues out here that yeah that definitely you could get into it's just you got to get the right people and you know that that's just oh man yeah you know there's a lot of nightclubs and stuff now like they just put a um here at the garden they actually put this big nightclub which is called a uh, big city live so big yeah. city live they just built this inside the TD Bank North Garden and now they do they do like sporting events and they do like okay. nightclub events there. But we also have the new Encore, the new Encore Casino here in Everett. Um, they have a sporting facility. They've had some boxing there. Um, that would be a great place. And then Providence, Rhode Island has a. the casinos would be I think would be a great place.
1: For yeah, your event. yeah, we do a lot of casino shows, and yeah. I, I love them, casino shows. Yeah,
3: if you could get into Connecticut, uh, I would drive down the three hours to Connecticut and get a room and, and see you guys down there in Connecticut. There's two casinos down there, but yeah.
1: Uh, we'd hook you up as a judge. Oh, serious? Oh, well, yeah, best, best seat in the house, Keith.
3: Oh, tell people look, that You want look, the
1: best I... seat in judge.
3: I've been a ring announcer for MMA events and I was, I was the ring yep. announcer for John Jones's first pro fight. And it's funny. Cause when people go on and you look up John Jones, first pro fight, everybody's saying, Hey, is that Serge Knight as the ring announcer. And it's like, no, it's not sure. Knight, It's me. <laughs> <laughs> so, Oh yeah. I would love to love to come down and see you guys a live show. And um, it, it's good stuff. So it hey guys, I got to let Sean Donnelly get out of here, but again, Let them know your product. And again, you said October, Roku. And how can it get on your other events too? Are are you just planning on, you just really trying to push this Roku?
1: Uh, No, we're uh, we're also, we've got our Halloween show. That's uh, Lingerie Fighting Championships 35 Booty Camp 3D. Uh, That's in Las Vegas uh, on on Halloween night itself. So the Sunday night, Uh, you know, it's available. uh, Tickets are for sale right now and as well, uh, pay-per-view.
3: Are you guys doing anything on New Year's Eve coming up this year, or you, no? No, uh,
1: nothing. I, I, we're, we're in talks to do something around the Super Bowl in L.A., Ooh. which would be you know, really cool. Uh, we'll see if that comes through. Uh, otherwise, we're starting to do a lot more of our own shows uh, you gotcha. know where we don't need a promoter. You, you know When we you know, talk to a place like Boston or New York with the travel costs and you know, we got to stay somewhere, the, the expenses are higher. But we're doing a lot of in the you know, Vegas region ourselves, so we're a little more flexible as to when we can do shows.
3: And flights, are, to be honest, flights are still kind of cheap right now. And you know, this little bit of COVID that's still going on. Um, yeah. I, I, I had kind of wished I had got out to Vegas during COVID. It was round trip was like hundred and fifteen bucks round trip, and the hotel is fifty bucks out there. When I last yeah. looked up during COVID, it was crazy. Yeah. So, it, man, I got to thank you for coming on this show, well, hanging out with me, and um, we'll have to get you back on. Maybe actually, um. When you're ready to do this Super Bowl, I'd love to have you come back on to pr- promote this Super Bowl event.
1: Oh, we'd love to. Absolutely. Anytime, kids. Anytime you need me.
3: Okay, man. So, guys, we're going to take a quick break and we're going to be back here with more booth after this on hoobazoo.com. Yeah. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah.
0: in the, the city.
1: I'm in Cali, super smokin'
2: that bud, catch me out in that Rico, baby and that hummus, jet in Jamaica, cool with my partners, jet in Miami, cool with my partners, hungry eating that cake up, butter drippin'
3: that lobster. Alright, it's your boy Sinister One, broadcasting live in the City of Champions, you are listening to The Booth, we are back live, and look, Genia Corcus. And Sean Donnelly, two CEOs of their businesses, the A7FL No Pads Football League, and the LFC, Lingerie uh, Lingerie Fighting Championships. And uh, it's good stuff. And, hey, we got a damn good show coming up after the booth tonight. Maddie C Sports for You and Me at 8.30 is going to have PJ Stock from the Bruins. He was an enforcer for the Bruins, one of the best enforcers out there, pretty much a legend. When you talk about Bruins and Forces, he's going to be on Matty C's Sports for You and Me right after this show at 8.30. So you want to make sure to check it out. But again, I got to thank my two guests for coming on this show with me uh, tonight. It's been real good, real good. So I got to get into my show, let you guys know what's going on. Uh, Michael Douglas Barreto is one of my sponsors, MDB Electronics. If you have a broken Xbox One controller, Make sure you get it out there to him. 24 to 48 hours, they're back in action. You're playing again. Viana Marie's music everywhere streaming. Um, again, I'm always teasing the fact that she's got this new project come out. And it's, it's getting close. Getting close. Listening parties coming up. Releases coming up. So make sure you get ready for that new music featuring Viana Marie. Tactical target systems. <coughs> this is when I take the time to go down to the range. I get my zombie targets and I head down there to the range and... That's what I do. I shoot my zombies. But like I said, I'm going to have to reach out to Dawn Robinson and see if we can get some uh, Cyborg or something. Because, again, I, you know, I worry about the robotic apocalypse. <laughs> RebelRob.com, that's my cousin's website for clothing. Want to check her out. <clears throat> and as you guys have been hearing, the ad for Old Colony Pest Control, veteran-owned, residential, and commercial, Old Colony Bet- Veteran-owned by Carbonell. And uh, you want to make sure to hang out and support his business, and if you need anything done, call that number right there. Um, also, I love Boston I've got an ad on the way for I love Boston If you're in the chat and you drop a comment live, uh, there's a chance that I'm going to pick you to win a shirt. I have to actually pick a winner from last week for a shirt. <clears throat> so, if you're going to drop a chat, if you listen to the podcast, you might be able to win a shirt courtesy of I love also, uh, let's get into our first topics of the night. In the news booth here, um, the Rose Conservatory had its big grand opening. Before I get into this story, Rose Conservatory had its big grand opening this past Saturday. Deanna Marie and myself performed. It was a great event. Uh, Greg Fernandes and his whole entire family was there, and it was a good time. So to make sure that support Rose Conservatory. Um, reach out to him if you want to make a donation to help out this dream of his to help children and music. uh, It is a good thing. Okay. Check it out. Uh, Also in the news booth, dozens of Massachusetts state troopers line up to quit over COVID vaccine mandate. If you guys remember um, our governor, governor Baker, he put this mandate in effect um, that, you know, state employees and federal employees are going to have to be vaccinated if they want to work and continue to work in this, in this state um We have about 12 Massachusetts state troopers who feel like they shouldn't be forced to get a vaccination. So they've decided to quit over COVID vaccine mandates. They really didn't quit, though. You got to read the story to see. Because they really didn't quit. It's not like they turned in their badges and their guns and now they're sitting at home waiting to see what they're going to do next. No, they really didn't quit. The 12 guys took themselves off the streets and took positions where you don't have to have a vaccine mandate. So in other words, they went and changed their positions, took a different job within, you know, within the state police force. So they didn't, they didn't really quit. All right. So just make sure this is why, this is why you need to read the stories. Headlines are to grab your attention. I'm in media. I've, I've done, you know, I went to school. Headlines are to grab the attention. You always got to read the story if it grabs your attention. Because if you're over here spewing stuff that might be wrong, if you didn't read the story. And, and since these last five years, it's about grabbing the attention. It's not about making sure the story. So you should always read. If the, if the headline grabs your attention, please, please, please read the story and get whatever you can out of it. <clears throat> and Then form your opinion on that matter heading into the legal booth Simone Biles testifies at the Senate Judiciary hearing on Larry Nassar's sexual abuse investigation you actually heard it here first people um i got to give a big shout out to Melissa of Hot 969 because it was hot 969 Melissa on the morning show who had announced cuz she's a olympic fan and you know she she watches it just like i do she you know she had said that you know that that night when Simone Biles pulled out there was an issue. She said there was some type of issue, but she had pulled out due to mental health or physical. So when she had reported that that morning, I went and started checking my sources and and things of that nature on Simone Biles. And what I came across within two or three hours of, of doing my research. And I found out that, you know, the reason why she had quit and pulled out was because she was suffering from severe PTSD of the sexual assault of from Larry Nassar when she was younger, and the reason why is because she was back in that atmosphere of competition, and people were like, "Oh, this isn't that," and it is. People, it is. It. She was able to perform and do everything and break all these records during the trials because she really wasn't in that competition alone place. So when she got to Japan, it put her in that place to where you know where she was alone with Larry and where things were done to 150, 170-something kids. Um, to humongous black eye for the Olympics. Um, <clears throat> I had actually posted that this here was going to kill the Olympics. Like They didn't want this news to get out. And I had some people saying, oh, no, she, she pulled out because of injury. And I was like, nah, she didn't pull out because of injury. Pulled out because of this reason, and the Olympics don't want people to know that they're gonna come out and they dig And look what they did the Olympics committee trotted out the Olympics committee, trotted out all these Olympic stars to say, Oh, yeah, this is why, and this is hard, and blah blah blah. And they knew the Olympics committee knew exactly why Simone Biles
0: pulled out and quit, they knew exactly why. So they're just as guilty, just as guilty. So um, Simone
3: big ups to you for coming out and speaking your mind and and testifying against Larry Nassau, him and his trainers who yeah, they need to go down <clears throat> he's in jail, R. Kelly also found guilty of racketeering in a sex trafficking case uh, he is guilty on all 23 counts if I'm not mistaken and there's a whole debate now about his music and stuff like that, there's a DJ I'm a DJ I've already pulled his music from my, my playlist. I don't play any R Kelly. And to be honest, you know, once the thing was, you know, surviving R Kelly and all that stuff was released, <clears throat> a lot of people stopped coming up to request R Kelly music. I'm not, I'm not, and then this isn't, this isn't a lie. This is true. I'm speaking from a DJ perspective. I've been in a lot of clubs. I've been in a lot
0: of events and um, you know, a lot of his music was requested before. A lot of his music, and now
3: you know you don't even see people requesting it in the clubs. His music, you really don't, and you don't see a lot of artists covering his music. A lot, a lot of artists have pulled R. Kelly's music out, out from the covers. They're not doing their covers anymore. So um, it's 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 weird to see. Um, but again. You know, I I, I know there's some people out there. uh, I saw Benson, the general, who I did a New Year's Eve Prince versus R. Kelly battle with. You know, he was saying, um, you should still be able to like the music and not like the man Robert Kelly. Um, I get it, but but there's a reason why today, with the way music is, that you don't want to listen. And that's because... He's going to make money. So if you stream his music, listen to his music, it isn't like when you bought a record and you just don't play his record and stop buying his records. It, the streaming and all of that stuff goes to him, that it goes to his, you're supporting him. So the best way to go about that, to not stream his music. Don't listen to it. Don't play it. That's the best, that's the best thing to do on this whole thing is to just not stream it um also in the legal booth proud boys informant and member was texting his handler during the january 6th capital riot. his handler
0: let's be honest people we talked about on this show we know who the rat is enrique tario enrique tario he's the rat he was texting his handler he was already
3: out of the situation. Because when he landed in Washington, they picked him up on that charge for burning a flag. And 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 that was that was then. We we know. We know he's the rat. We know he's the rat. We know he's the informant. So stop teasing us. He's the guy. He's the guy. And we know it. And I'm gonna talk about that next week because my guys are gonna be on next week. It's the first Tuesday of the month. Heading into the entertainment booth, rest in peace, Melvin Van Peebles, father of Mario Van Peebles, some of the most influential black films back in the day. Um, I remember my dad had a book written by Melvin Van Peebles, Sweet Badass Blacks Badasses Song. Um, and that was turned into, I believe it was his first movie. And, you know, that's that black exploitation film. Um, he passed away at 89 years old, so rest in peace. Mr. Melvin Van Peebles. My prayers and blessings go to Mario Van Peebles, his son, who's also brought some influential black films um, to Hollywood. A ton New Jack City, to name one. Um, he had a western that that was off the chain. Um, a lot of good stuff. Uh, rest in peace, Andrea Martin. Uh, for those who don't know who Andre Martin is, and this is this is where this is where things get funny. Andre Martin wrote songs for Tony Braxton in Vogue. Lou Cantrell, a a ton, a ton, a ton of female artists, Um, but she didn't have that look. She didn't have that look that sells, and it and it stinks because you know it's all about marketing, it's all about that look, and she just didn't have that look. But she made that money. Writers get eighty percent, so she got paid. So rest in peace, Andrea Martin. Um, I don't know who got that library, but she got paid. (laughs) <laughs> that's all I can say also in the entertainment booth Marvel Shang-Chi is now the highest grossing domestic release of 2021 surpassing Black Widow which was the highest grossing domestic release of 2021 so it, it has surpassed we've got three months left the question here is Is can Marvel hold on and have the highest grossing movie of 2021 it, it Marvel's just holding it down Holding it down. I still haven't gotten to see Shang-Chi. I haven't gotten to watch What If yet. I'm I'm behind. I believe. I think if everything works right for me, I believe we may go see Venom 2 on Thursday night. If everything works out. I hope so. I hope so. Um Netflix just released the official trailer for Escape the Undertaker, which is an interactive game. Featuring The Undertaker and New Day. And I'm pretty excited about this interactive game. There was an interactive game on Sega years ago that was pretty good. But I'm gonna let you guys take a quick look at it. Here it is right now. Escape the Undertaker, the official trailer from Netflix. It's an interactive game, so keep an eye out for it. Here's the trailer right now.
1: I've spent a lifetime studying the dark arts and uncovered many unnatural forces. But none compared to the urn's powers.
2: Hello? Excuse me, uh, Undertaker. It's your boys, the New, new day. day! My
3: urn loves
2: to consume the souls of the good. We want to add the power of the
0: urn to the power of positivity, because then we'd be unstoppable. What'd I tell you? Uncle Taylor! Hey!
3: will force you to confront your deepest, darkest fear.
2: Who has a morgue
3: in their house? I mean, it is the Undertaker. That's just fog. It's Undertaker's fog. I ain't touching it. All right. It's fine. See? Are you Brave enough to wield my urn. The choice is yours. All you gotta do is join me.
0: Think you're brave enough to
2: face more fear. The choice.
0: October 5th is the date. Check
3: it out. Escape the Undertaker. I can't wait. Pretty ecstatic. I can't wait. I'm pretty happy about it. (laughs) I'll I'll probably check it out. I'll be like a little kid playing the interactive game. Escape the Undertaker. Uh, For you guys out there, uh, also in entertainment news, WWE's Keith Lee has returned (laughs) to the WWE as Bearcat Keith Lee. And let me just show you guys right here. Keith Lee, Bearcat, a little while ago. You guys can see a picture of me in the background kind of behind Keith Lee. But for a while there, there was some people when Keith Lee hit the scene, uh, people were sharing this picture, and they was asking if I was wrestling now. <laughs> I shaved my face purposely this week just so y'all wouldn't clown me and be calling me Bearcat. Rick Pease of HatchetRadio.com. Uh, Rick Pease already said, Bearcat Sinister One <laughs> And was and was busting my chops on that one. And um look, stop it. <laughs> Y'all need to stop, really. <laughs> stop playing. Oh man. Um getting into the sports booth, Patriots lose, Brady loses, and this is it, week four coming into the big week. You know, I, I said on here last week, the Patriots should not be looking past the Saints. It looks like the Patriots were looking past the Saints. And, and it looks like Brady and them was looking past who they were supposed to get past, which was the Chargers. And they got their butts whooped, even though Brady threw for 400-plus yards. I want to say he threw for like 435 yards. Uh, but he's pretty much about to do something that probably no other quarterback has done. He's about to come back here to let's stadium and he could possibly lock down the all-time passing record against the team that let him go let him walk as some would say i in my opinion i still feel like brady chose to do what he do because everything he's doing right now as far as marketing and branding he just just let out you know we just perfect marketing perfect perfect marketing the just days before you come back to foxborough to play against your former team, you announce the new
0: brand, Brady. Trademarked Brady. He's going for Jordan status. He
3: is going for Jordan status. And you know what? I applaud it. Because I told people, he has to build his legacy. And he's building that legacy. And I said it. He left He left the Patriots. And his dad can say all he wants. His dad is saying he left because he felt like Belichick didn't want him here. It's a marketing thing. It's a business decision. first thing he did when he got in Tampa was trademark Tampa Bay. He knew what he was doing. This was all about marketing and building a legacy. It's all ingenious. I don't hate the guy. He's doing exactly what he should to, to provide for his family for years to come. For years to come. His kids' kids will be all set. <clears throat> this is craziness. Craziness, and I love it. Uh, Peyton Manning... the Manning brothers have been killing it. (laughs) Killing it on Monday night football. There's a lot of people who don't like it because you, a lot of people like tuning into Monday night football and just watching football and hear the color commentator and the the other guy announce the game. Y'all like, I like seeing the Manning brothers come out and, and, and make jokes and, talk crap about these teams and stuff and things. I love it. I love the fact that the Manning brothers are having all types of special guests on the show during this broadcast. Guys like Chris Long, guys like Rob Gronkowski coming on and just talking football from their football experience. Um, They had LeBron James on. Um, last night LeBron James came on and as much as I'm not that a big a fan of LeBron James, LeBron James came on and they broke down football defenses and offenses and talked about the similarities in coverages, basketball and football. And LeBron was pointing out, you know, before play began, he pointed out, you know, secondary and those coverages and how they were the same in basketball. And um that I hate to say as much as I'm not a fan of LeBron James, I actually liked the conversation. It was pretty it was pretty good. But, you know, like I said, last week, uh Rob Gronkowski's dog, his puppy stole the show. Um there have been some gaffes, on air gaffs, but last night, if you're watching the show, um Peyton Manning ripped apart Joe Buck. <clears throat> and I don't think I have that. I don't think I have that clip when he ripped apart Joe Buck. But his brother flipped the bird during. Not just one; he flipped the double bird last night during the show, and um, it made it into the apology podium. I haven't had a, I haven't had a, an apology podium in a while. Uh, but yes, we have Eli Manning in the apology podium tonight uh, because of what he did last night on Monday Night Football. And let me just get this out here: this is Eli Manning. And the apology podium for last night on Monday Night Football, which I have now dubbed Manning Night Football. Here we go.
2: High five. They're excited to see you go to Philly. I mean, you're getting the double bird right away from a <laughs> nine-year-old kid. I would give it. the bird. I don't know. Can we do that? Or can you? I'm sure you can. You can blur that out. out, right? It's over now. Yeah. So I mean, you're the double bird by a nine-year-old, and they're, and they're saying things about my mom and Peyton. And you, I can't tell you what they said about mom. Hey man. You do not want don't to know. Play. I had to don't go Google it out.
0: to find out what the. All right.
2: All right. Sorry. Uh, earlier, I gave the uh, the double bird. I guess that's frowned upon, so I apologize if I offended anybody. I thought I was just that's what a nine-year-old did to me. I thought I could I could do it back. So uh, Chris, I blame you. I blame you for that. Yeah. So keep... All right, all right. Sorry. Uh, earlier I
0: gave the uh, the double So I'm kind of looking forward to that
3: um, when he comes on. So I I really like the Manning Night Football. Even though it's Monday Night Football with Peyton and Eli, I'm just changing it to Manning Night Football. I love it. I love it. I'm not going anywhere. Um, As I said, you know, he destroyed, destroyed Joe Buck. Oh, man, last night. He just absolutely murdered Joe Buck on there last night. So um, good stuff. Uh, We're at 8 o'clock. Let me just get through this here. <clears throat> are you serious? Got two are you serious's for you. We've got the Baltimore Ravens with just seconds to go. Their kicker, Justin Tucker, kicks a 66-yard field goal to walk off and win the game. If you didn't see it, here it is right here. It is one of the most amazing 66 yards. It's a record. It's
0: a new NFL record. Watch this one. You couldn't get any, like a Madden game. Here we go.
1: Did that just happen, Greg? Kept carrying and
3: carrying and off the crossbar and through. Uh, that's, that's
0: as incredible as a finish as I think I've ever seen.
3: Lions fans, you have my condolences. Last week, last week, we saw the Minnesota Vikings miss one and cost them the game. So now we got this one here. We get to see my man, (laughs) Justin Tucker, kick a 66-yarder. And the NFL season is off with a bang, man. It's just been great. It's upsets it's just been great like i've said before the week four is when we start to separate the contenders from the contenders so week four this is it this is what we're getting into also in are you serious um i got another one for you guys trent cannon 68 yard kick return for the 49ers versus the packers this right here are you serious so are you serious has nothing to do with the sixty-eight yard return. As a football guy, the are you serious? Is me being pissed off at Trent Cannon for not taking it the other forty yards to the house for the touchdown? Watch this BS, and I'm gonna tell you why I'm pissed off. After this, here we go. Niners from the goal line, Trenton Cannon and Cannon. Into Green Bay territory, and finally forced out by Crosby. Exactly what they needed from a guy they picked up from the stop right there. Let me let me let me rewind. Let me rewind right here. Let me.
0: Trenton Cannon. Cannon and Cannon into Green- Cannon. Cannon. You cannot. No. Cannon. and Trenton
3: Cannon. And Cannon into Green Bay. T- no, 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 no. Y'all see that right there? Y'all see that right there? Look territory at that. and finally forced out by Crosby. Every football guy Exactly knows football what they needed from a guy. That's why I'm pissed right now.
0: One more time, one more time. Let me just look at it. Territory. Just can't. Just can't. I, I, I just can't. Can't. You can't let kicker Mason Crosby force you out of bounds, Trent Cannon. You can't. Kickers don't have tackle drills. They sit out. They're on the
3: sideline chewing bubblegum and talking about what they watched on TV the night before. You can't let a kicker force you out of bounds on a 68-yard kick return. It just, it, 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 it it's not, t- Trent Cannon, you need to put your head down, get your arm out. You need to stiff-arm
0: Mason Crosby into next effing week. He's a kicker. It's not Vaughn Miller coming at you from the sideline from Crossfield.
3: It's not Dante Hightower coming at you. It's Mason Crosby, kicker Mason
0: Crosby. You got to put your shoulder down, get your stiff arm ready. You have plenty
3: of time to switch the ball to the other arm and commit your right arm
0: to stiff arming the crap out of Mason Crosby. There's no excuse. If I'm his coach, if I'm his coach, I'm ripping him apart on game film day.
3: And granted, the Niners did win this game. Oh, wait a minute, no, they didn't win this game. If I'm not mistaken, the thing here is, is that is that Mason Crosby should not. Dave Haggerty, agreeing, Dave Haggerty cannot let a kicker make let a kicker make a touchdown save and tackle. You
0: can't. You can't. All this right here, right now. All this right here, right now. Let me, let me, let me just go
3: back to it. Let me just go back to it, cause it just it pisses me off so much. Let's just go back to it. it just, I, I'm so angry Nine about
0: this. From the goal line, Cannon. I'm just. Cannon. I love football. Into look, look. Look, what is this
3: ticky tack bull crap from kicker Mason Crosby knocking you out of bounds, Trent Cannon? Trent Cannon. Man, I'm so angry at you. And Trent Cannon? Hey, yeah. look, Cannon. Look, 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 look. He sees Crosby. Look, he sees Crosby coming for him. You switch your ball to the other hand and you get your right hand up and get ready to stiff arm Mason Crosby into friggin next week's game you you can't allow this BS to happen right here You've into Green Bay
0: territory. and it. finally forced out by
3: Crosby exactly what they needed from a guy they picked up from the Ravens about a week and it's a off. half
1: ago clock
3: That's what's wrong with all these young kids today. Soft. Take the hit. Stiff arm that boy. Field goal kickers and punters, they don't have tackle drills. They don't know what it's like to be hit. They don't know what it's like to get the stiff arm from hell and force down on the ground to the point where their mothers invite you over for Thanksgiving dinner. Come on now. Let's be real here. Next time, Trent, you put him in the next week. I don't want to hear no crap from you. not even applaud that crap. <laughs> Moving on to the sports booth. Nick Diaz should have never fought at UFC 266 last weekend against Robbie Lawler. He clearly wasn't ready on six months. Or was it six weeks? I think it was like six weeks. He, we wasn't, he clearly wasn't ready. He came back for that check. and I, Whatever. It's all good. You came back for that check. Whatever. It's all good. It's all good. It's all good whatever i ain't mad at you but it was just an embarrassment just an embarrassment oh there was a sports story you seen that i wanted to talk about i didn't get it up here in, in there because it just was it happened today um john jones was arrested for domestic violence where are we going with this dana where are we going with this dana because I'm tired of seeing this dude get a ton of chances just because he can put asses in the seats. When well, you got a lot of guys down low who are looking to get back into the
0: fight game. Guys like John Doomsday Howard. Guys like Peter Barrett who work hard.
3: But you give guys like John Jones time and time and time again, chances after chances after chances. Yo, Dana. Dana. F. John Jones. Stop giving them chances. F John Jones. Wash that man right out of your hair, Dana, or right out your bald head.
0: (laughs) Real, real, real. It's just not worth it. Just not worth it. When's he going to learn? You thought he was going to learn
3: when he was flashing the gun around. You thought he was going to learn when he was drunk and driving. You thought he was going to look. Wipe your hands. And I know there was some there were some fighters, some MMA guys out there who came after me when I said to dump his ass the last time and said, Oh, you don't know what you're talking about. You're you're not a fight. I do know what I'm talking about. I know the fact that that there's guys that put in work and don't get their chances in MMA because of guys like John Jones who get chances after chances. Yeah, I get it. He puts asses in the seat, but at the end of the day, he really doesn't deserve all these chances. It gets tiring. Because you're teaching people the wrong, you're teaching the youth. The wrong message. You're giving them the wrong message. You try to tell your kids to do good and good things will happen. You got guys in MMA who are doing good, but they never get the shot. While you got a guy like John Jones who's a clown outside of the cage. And he gets chances after chances. How do you tell your son, well, you know, if you mess up, there's consequences to pay. And then your son says, well, John Jones messed up five times and still got another title shot.
0: You see what I'm saying? ridiculous ridiculous all right people i gotta get ready to get out of here
3: thank you all for tuning in to the show send us to one beanies trying to get an order in for those and uh i appreciate everybody who's been checking out the beanies holding it down getting it done
0: i'm i'm really blessed really blessed um and uh i i i'm static i'm ecstatic. static
3: i'm a static for that Gotta mention, if you guys are looking at this new banner created by Sinister One Productions, Sinister One Productions Hooper and the booth and HadgerRadio.com. Got to talk about those podcasts that I'm involved with, Oscar Mike Radio, Travis Pryning and Maddie C Sports for you and me coming up at 8:30. PJ Stock from the Bruins is going to be on the show. <laughs> Happy hour with Lito, featuring Kevin Jeffries, who just got married last week. Shout out to him, his shows will be back. Last weekend, Talk Back with Gloria Shea, live show with her. <clears throat> she had a great show, Quality of Air, was her was her show last week. Our, our next show is in two weeks, live show, but you want to check her out because she's got podcasts. She alternates. She has a live show, a vodcast, and then she does a podcast and then back to a vodcast. So she alternates every other week. Your boy, sends the one is there to pro, you know, produce her live show at 1130 on Saturday afternoon. So you want to make sure to check her out, check out her old shows. Other than that, I got a uh, operation hope on the home front that's coming up uh November 20th I believe it is um I think it's I think it's November Let's See yeah yeah it's November 20th Whitman VFW I will be the DJ for this event operation hope on the home front So you want to make sure to check that out and uh I can't wait I can't wait I love doing stuff like this love doing stuff like this And that's it. That's the end of the show, ladies and gentlemen. It's time for me to get my butt off of here and um, get something to eat. I want to thank everybody for coming on the show, tuning in. And, um, again, hey, for all y'all talking about the Patriots losing and being all over social media, I just got to say something. Y'all didn't talk much about the
0: Red Sox and the fact that the Yankees came in here and swept them, putting the wild card at risk. Y'all wasn't talking about that, were you? Zipping on the T
3: right there. Y'all just straight patriots, patriots, patriots. Which I said was a trap game. Told everybody. Told everybody. So, hey, I gotta get out of here. SpongeBob, I need you to just do me a favor because Maddie C Sports for You and Me is coming up at 8:30 with PJ Stock. Do me a favor and take all of us home right now. It's on you, SpongeBob.
0: Well, see you next Tuesday.
1: Thank you for listening to The Booth on Hoobazoo and HatcherRadio.com. Please follow the Facebook page and subscribe to the podcast at Apple Podcast, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. The Booth is a Sinister One production hosted by Sinister One. I've got to start
3: hanging out with friends that are a little more intelligent and understand politics instead. It's just that I'm up on this level up here, and all my friends are down here. Me, nah. You guys, meh. Nah. Maybe a little more down, down in here. Screw you guys, I'm going home.
2: I smoke, I drink, I do my thing. These bitches hatin', so you know I got to make it plain. Don't do cocaine with your chick, my main. We stick together, true forever, yeah, you know we bang. I miss those days, which was easy. If only I made it. Don't no repeat. I've been upstate, but y'all think I'm playing. And I gotta hit now. For these weak assholes who think I ain't slaying.
1: Try me, try me, and I'll probably end up laughing, cause I never back down. I'm that chick with a clean ass whip. I don't need that shit, cause I got my own now. I get hard, I get tired of fussing, fighting, guess I gotta crack down. Don't mess with me, cause on everything, I'ma have to bring the whole city out. Try me, try me, and- <laughs>
0: W H O O B A Z O O, that's a your website, get your website, get website, get your website.